section thirty seven part two chapter three continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez translated by charlotte brewster jordan this librivox recording is in the public domain and doubt was making still more distressing this day and night march with only the briefest rests because the heads of the divisions were in hourly fear of being cut off from the rest of the army one effort more boys courage soon we shall rest the columns in their retirement were extending hundreds of miles desnoyers was seeing only one division others and still others were doing exactly this same thing at that very hour their recessional extending across half of france all with the same disheartened obedience were falling back the men exclaiming the same as the officials we don't understand we don't understand don marcelo soon felt the same sadness and bewilderment as these soldiers he didn't understand either he saw the obvious thing what all were able to see the territory invaded without the germans encountering any stubborn resistance entire counties cities villages hamlets remaining in the power of the enemy at the back of an army that was constantly withdrawing his enthusiasm suddenly collapsed like a pricked balloon and all his former pessimism returned the troops were displaying energy and discipline but what did that amount to if they had to keep retreating all the time unable on account of strict orders to fight or defend the land just as it was in the seventies he sighed outwardly there is more order but the result is going to be the same as though a negative reply to his faint-heartedness he overheard the voice of a soldier reassuring a farmer we are retreating yes only that we may pounce upon the bush with more strength grandpa joffre is going to put them in his pocket when and where he will the mere sound of the marshal's name revived don marcelo's hope perhaps this soldier who was keeping his faith intact in spite of the interminable and demoralizing marches was nearer the truth than the reasoning and studious officers he passed the rest of the day making presents to the last detachments of the column his wine cellars were gradually emptying by order of dates he continued distributing thousands of bottles stored in the subterranean parts of the castle by evening he was giving to those who appeared weakest bottles covered with the dust of many years as the lines filed by the men seemed weaker and more exhausted stragglers were now passing painfully drawing their raw and bleeding feet from their shoes some had already freed themselves from these torture cases and were marching barefoot with their heavy boots hanging from their shoulders and staining the highway with drops of blood although staggering with deadly fatigue they kept their arms and outfits believing that the enemy was near desnoyers liberality stupefied many of them they were accustomed to crossing their native soil having to struggle with the selfishness of the producer nobody had been offering anything fear of danger had made the country folk hide their eatables and refuse to lend the slightest aid to their compatriots 
who were fighting for them the millionaire slept badly this second night in his pompous bed with columns and plushes that had belonged to henry the fourth according to the declarations of the salesmen the troops no longer were marching past from time to time there straggled by a single battalion a battery a group of horsemen the last forces of the rear guard that had taken their position on the outskirts of the village in order to cover the retreat the profound silence that followed the turmoil of transportation awoke in his mind a sense of doubt and disquietude what was he doing there when the soldiers had gone was he not crazy to remain there but immediately there came galloping into his mind the great riches which the castle contained if he could only take it all away that was impossible now through want of means and time besides his stubborn will looked upon such flight as a shameful concession we must finish what we have begun he said to himself he had made the trip on purpose to guard his own and he must not flee at the approach of danger the following morning when he went down into the village he saw hardly any soldiers only a single detachment of dragoons was still in the neighborhood the horsemen were scouring the woods and pushing forward the stragglers at the same time that they were opposing the advance of the enemy the troopers had obstructed the street with a barricade of carts and furniture standing behind this crude barrier they were watching the white strip of roadway which ran between the two hills covered with trees occasionally there sounded stray shots like the snapping of cords ours said the troopers these were the last detachments of sharpshooters firing at the advancing uhlans the cavalry of the rear-guard had the task of opposing a continual resistance to the enemy repelling the squads of germans who were trying to work their way along to the retreating columns desnoyers saw approaching along the high road the last stragglers from the infantry they were not walking they rather appeared to be dragging themselves forward with the firm intention of advancing but were betrayed by emaciated legs and bleeding feet some had sunk down for a moment by the roadside agonized with weariness in order to breathe without the weight of their knapsacks and draw their swollen feet from their leather prisons and wipe off the sweat but upon trying to renew their march they found it impossible to rise their bodies seemed made of stone fatigue had brought them to a condition bordering on catalepsy so unable to move they were seeing dimly the rest of the army passing on as a fantastic file battalions more battalions batteries troops of horses then the silence the night the sleep on the stones and dust shaken by most terrible nightmare at daybreak they were awakened by bodies of horsemen exploring the ground rounding up the remnants of the retreat ay it was impossible to move the dragoons revolver in hand had to resort to threats in order to rouse them only the certainty that the pursuer was nearer and might make them prisoners gave them a momentary vigor so they were forcing themselves up by superhuman effort staggering dragging their legs and supporting themselves on their guns as though they were canes many of these were young men who had aged in an hour and changed into confirmed invalids poor fellows 
they would not go very far their intention was to follow on to join the column but on entering the village they looked at the houses with supplicating eyes desiring to enter them feeling such a craving for immediate relief that they forgot even the nearness of the enemy villeblanche was now more military than before the arrival of the troops the night before a great part of the inhabitants had fled having become infected with the same fear that was driving on the crowds following the army the mayor and the priest remained reconciled with the owner of the castle through his unexpected presence in their midst and admiring his liberality the municipal official approached to give him some news the engineers were mining the bridge over the marne they were only waiting for the dragoons to cross before blowing it up if he wished to go there was still time again desnoyers hesitated certainly it was foolhardy to remain there but a glance at the woods over whose branches rose the towers of his castle settled his doubts no no we must finish what we have begun the very last band of troopers now made their appearance coming out of the woods by different paths they were riding their horses slowly as though they deplored this retreat they kept looking behind carbine in hand ready to halt and shoot the others who had been occupying the barricade were already on their mounts the division reformed the commands of the officers were heard and a quick trot accompanied by the clanking of metal told don marcelo that the last of the army had left he remained near the barricade in a solitude of intense silence as though the world were suddenly depopulated two dogs abandoned by the flight of their masters leaped and sniffed around him coaxing him for protection they were unable to get the desired scent in that land trodden down and disfigured by the transit of thousands of men a family cat was watching the birds that were beginning to return to their haunts with timid flutterings they were picking at what the horses had left and an ownerless hen was disputing the banquet with the winged band until then hidden in the trees and roofs the silence intensified the rustling of the leaves the hum of the insects the summer respiration of the sunburnt soil which appeared to have contracted timorously under the weight of the men in arms desnoyers was losing exact track of the passing of time he was beginning to believe that all which had gone before must have been a bad dream the calm surrounding him made what had been happening here seem most improbable suddenly he saw something moving at the far end of the road at the very highest point where the white ribbon of the highway touched the blue of the horizon there were two men on horseback two little tin soldiers who appeared to have escaped from a box of toys he had brought with him a pair of field-glasses that had often surprised marauders on his property and by their aid he saw more clearly the two riders clad in greenish-gray they were carrying lances and wearing helmets ending in a horizontal plate they he could not doubt it before his eyes were the first uhlans for some time they remained motionless as though exploring the horizon then from the obscure masses of vegetation that bordered the roadside others and still others came sallying forth in groups the little tin soldiers no longer 
were showing their silhouettes against the horizon's blue the whiteness of the highway was now making their background ascending behind their heads they came slowly down like a band that fears ambush examining carefully everything around the advisability of prompt retirement made don marcelo bring his investigations to a close it would be most disastrous for him if they surprised him here but on lowering his glasses something extraordinary passed across his field of vision a short distance away so that he could almost touch them with his hand he saw many men skulking along in the shadow of the trees on both sides of the road his surprise increased as he became convinced that they were frenchmen wearing kepis where were they coming from he examined more closely with his spy-glass they were stragglers in a lamentable state of body with a picturesque variety of uniforms infantry zouaves dragoons without their horses and with them were forest guards and officers from the villages that had received too late the news of the retreat altogether about fifty a few were fresh and vigorous others were keeping themselves up by supernatural effort all were carrying arms they finally made the barricade looking continually behind them in order to watch in the shelter of the trees the slow advance of the uhlans at the head of this heterogeneous group was an official of the police old and fat with a revolver in his right hand his moustache bristling with excitement and a murderous glitter in his heavy-lidded blue eyes the band was continuing its advance through the village slipping over to the other side of the barricade of carts without paying much attention to their curious countryman when suddenly sounded a loud detonation making the horizon vibrate and the houses tremble what is that asked the officer looking at desnoyers for the first time he explained that it was the bridge which had just been blown up the leader received the news with an oath but his confused followers brought together by chance remained as indifferent as though they had lost all contact with reality might as well die here as anywhere continued the official many of the fugitives acknowledged this decision with prompt obedience since it saved them the torture of continuing their march they were almost rejoicing at the explosion which had cut off their progress instinctively they were gathering in the places most sheltered by the barricade some entered the abandoned houses whose doors the dragoons had forced in order to utilize the upper floors all seemed satisfied to be able to rest even though they might soon have to fight the officer went from group to group giving his orders they must not fire till he gave the word don marcelo watched these preparations with the immovability of surprise so rapid and noiseless had been the apparition of the stragglers that he imagined he must still be dreaming there could be no danger in this unreal situation it was all a lie and he remained in his place without understanding the deputy who was ordering his departure with the roughest words obstinate civilian the reverberation of the explosion had filled the highway with horsemen they were coming from all directions forming themselves into the advance group the uhlans were galloping around under the impression that the village was abandoned fire desnoyers was enveloped in a rain of crackling noises as though the trunks of all the trees had split before his eyes 
the impetuous band halted suddenly some of their men were rolling on the ground some were bending themselves double trying to get across the road without being seen others remained stretched out on their backs or face downward with their arms in front the riderless horses were racing wildly across the fields with reins dragging urged on by the loose stirrups after this rude shock which had brought them surprise and death the band disappeared instantly swallowed up by the trees End of section 37